0: All right, so this is a special way that we're dealing with this episode because we totally, totally went overboard and spoke for longer than two hours. So we're splitting it into two. Uh, Yeah, so this is one of two, part one of two. So enjoy part one. Oh my God, we're actually talking about parenting today.
1: them solid six months old not too hot not too cold feed them solid six months old
2: welcome to our fifth episode of dirty
0: Nanai. we are rissa and zee and we are two philippine ex-mamas who thought that hey one of the ways that we can erode the impact of white supremacy and coloniality in our Filipino culture and our parenting practices is to get drunk and talk about it.
2: We aim to normalize a bunch of shit that people are typically hush-hush about, model authenticity, and create a space to make it easier for other Filipinx folks to be their authentic selves.
0: The conversation doesn't stop here. Follow us on Instagram, Dirty Nana, and on Facebook, Dirty Nanai and our Philippine X community space where most of the conversations happen that inspire our topics. Dirty Nanai, happy hour. This last one is a private group for Philippine X parents and parents who co parent with Philippine X folks or parent Philippine X kiddos. So membership is filtered. We will Facebook stalk you and find other means to make sure that you are a legit person. Too
2: legit to quit. Okay. Too legit.
0: <laughs> Also, please support
2: our podcast through Patreon. Finally, the biggest shout out to Shabzilla and Bill Beats for our dope intro and outro
0: music. Well, 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 Shabzilla and Bill Beats. Thank (laughs) you for making us cool.
2: Yes, yes, of course.
0: Through association. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today on Dirty Nanai, something we've not done before is that Z and I are actually going to talk. And have a discussion about parenting our Filipinx children.
2: For real, like five episodes in, and we're finally talking about parenting as Filipinx nannies. All
0: right, so per dirty nanny style, we are gonna start the episode with a random icebreaker. Z, are you ready to get the wrong?
2: Yes, I am ready.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> So here is the game. All right. So it's going to be a time-limited game that will force us to write a bunch of stuff really, really quickly, unfiltered, um, and basically, like, compare our notes to see if we have some commonalities as children of Filipinex parents. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. Sorry. I just started. I've been drinking. So hold on. Okay. Yes. Here's what we're going to (laughs) do. Do you have a pen and paper in front of you? I do. Okay. So what we're going to do is um, I am going to set a timer. (laughs) Where is this? I'm going to set a timer for one minute. And in that one minute, you are going to list 10 things, um, 10 things or topics um, that your parents parented you with when you were growing up. And what we're going to do is in that one minute, you're going to just like rush writing these experiences as a ex daughter. And then after a minute later, we are going to compare our notes to see if we have any commonalities. If we have any commonalities, we're going to take a drink.
2: Okay. Hold on a second. So One minute to write down 10, at least 10 things that our parents have done. Yes. In parenting us?
0: In parenting us. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, like, because, you know, some of these might take long, just, you can even like, um, just write like maybe a topic or just something that would allow you to expand on it when we, um, when we meet together a minute later, when we describe, what uh what do you call it what our experiences are okay
2: like. okay sounds good okay so I think that um audience it would be really awkward if like you heard one minute of silence so I think we're gonna put a Shabzilla song here for one minute <laughs> if that's okay with you
0: yeah, yeah songs. okay
2: okay cool okay all right. wait, I'm wait, ready wait.
0: when you are hold on I'm gonna do a m- m- timer wow I am mumbling right now <laughs> <It's> okay <laughs> Oh, clock. All right, all right, ready? One minute yes. starting right now.
1: I ain't friends with the cousin of death, The white should be quality beef before my last breath. It's been days or months, you don't see eye to eye. Now it seems waves feet till the day that I die, and I could be better.
2: Harder than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> that shit
0: really hard
2: how many and we were so- <laughs> i only got like three out of the ten
0: <laughs> i got six
2: okay okay so all right this is like so fucking hard i don't that know why really it was hard, hard. <laughs> but damn
0: okay I, yeah i felt like i had to like think about the 18 years that I was living at my parents' house. And, like, I saw my life flash before my eyes. I had to go and relive middle school all over again to play Mm -hmm. this stupid game.
1: (laughs) I don't know why it was so hard
2: for me.
0: That was hard. I honestly
2: don't know why. I don't know if it was because, like, maybe, like, to an extent, like, that one minute if I thought about like a triggering moment, maybe I got stuck in that triggered moment <gasps> yeah, and was like, I thought about it for a second and then just wrote it down because I was like, all right, I'm, I wrote three things. That means in like one yes. minute, you know, I at least had like what 20 seconds for each like thing that I wrote <laughs> down that I thought <laughs> about it. Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm interested to know what yours are.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Definitely. Um, I also wonder if part of the difficulty with completing this is, um, well, one, time pressure.
1: <laughs> That's yeah, sure. my like,
0: anxiety. I'm like, oh, God, one minute to think about um, just my parenting's parenting, my parents' parenting. Whoa. Um, but also there are parts where I'm like, is that Filipino? Like, it's just kind of oh, a fallback. Yeah to like yeah. our previous episodes of is this Filipino because literally I'm like wait is that no nah. but anyway yeah okay so okay. I got six all right do you want to take turns you go first then and, and see sure okay I'm gonna choose the ones that I think you may have put in there but okay go on. you go first
2: okay so the one that I put first is guilt tripping
0: oh that's a good one I didn't do that one but that's a good one dang yeah okay and then, so this one's just quick hits since, you know, we're going to okay. have a whole conversation right, right, about Right, right, right. All right. Um, I put, they had a hard line on no dating until you're in college.
2: <laughs> see, my parents weren't, like, too bad on that. But, oh, yeah, I mean, I like, you. they didn't really, like, talk about it. But my aunt was, like, really, like, hardcore about it. But I can yeah. totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Mine is, like... My parent or like my mom or dad saying something along the lines of like, oh, don't be that kid. Or don't be that, like, don't be do you know do you know what I'm talking about? Like when when like say for example, someone is out of line or like yeah. that like person is like a bad example, they're like, Don't be like that kid.
0: Oh, I could see that. I can totally see that. Okay, now I'm trying yeah. to think if this and if I'm bending um one of mine to fit yours just so I can drink. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I've been drinking.
2: (laughs) I totally forgot we're supposed to be holding off, and I was like, "I'm thirsty. I'm just gonna drink whenever." Okay, okay. it's
0: too far away. Um, Oh my god! But um, there's definitely like labeling of people, like like you're the smart one. There's the pretty one. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. You know,
0: like don't be don't be the dumb one. I don't know. Like, so maybe you know, like don't be that neighbor who's the Ah, I can't come up Yeah. With things, okay. So it so
2: kind of goes. It goes kind of. of
0: okay. So I, here, I'm going to drink.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. Because I can see it being like, oh, that person fucked up. Don't be that person that fucked up. Yeah. And then that label sticks with you. Right. Right. It sticks with that person too. Not, yeah.
0: Exactly. It just sticks with the, whatever label is labeled. <laughs> like whatever label anybody gets, it, it just sticks with them.
2: For real um, um, yeah yeah so
0: um okay so yeah we we got one um yeah. oh no I'm thinking if the guilt tripping could because I I couldn't read my handwriting because I was ready like, for <laughs> <laughs> but I put Catholic shaming <laughs> so you know what you're guilt tripping could be totally could, like fall in line with Catholic shaming
2: yeah I think they kind of go hand in hand
0: yeah just yeah. Like, like people are motivated by shame. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever <laughs> makes people fall in line, right? Like, it's so to be like-, like I'm gonna shame you, I'm gonna guilt you in any way possible, whether it be yes. bring Jesus Christ in here or whoever. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen. <laughs>
0: make it happen, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? So I think and that goes
2: hand in hand. Yeah.
0: So you know what? You got two for two, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then your third one. Okay. You, my you third, have a third one, line, right? Wait, oh wait, is- no. I'm gonna guess it. I'm gonna guess it. Okay. Um, your parents didn't make out in front of you.
2: Oh, that is really disturbing for me to kind of think about now. <laughs> just... I definitely do not have that on my list. No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen like my parents be like super affectionate in that sense. Exactly. I mean, why? That's why I said they
0: didn't make out. That was
2: maybe like a, a little like peck here and there, but yeah.
0: Like... But never like. I remembered it was so bizarre when my parents – I mean, it was beautiful, and they captured it on, in photos, but um, the only time I have ever seen my mom and my dad kiss on the lips was mm-hmm. during my wedding. That was it. <laughs> I've <laughs> yeah. never – they've never seen them, like, kiss on the lips. Like, it was
2: – Yeah. My parents don't really, like, kiss on the lips either. I've seen them only do it like once. And I remember vividly like when that happened. And I remember it was like trip to the Philippines maybe when I was like five or six. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was maybe their wedding anniversary, but that was it.
0: Yeah. And like,
2: I don't think I've seen anything after.
0: Right. That's so
2: fucking weird. Let's but no, that is not. Let's
0: explore that later. Let's explore <laughs> later why yes. our parents aren't making out in, you know in front of us.
2: Well, I also don't want to see like I mean, if I was their kid, I also would not want to see like both of them like eating each other's faces either. <gasps> yeah. That would be really gross. But anyway.
0: Yes. That, okay, that's not my third. Okay, what is your third one?
2: My third is um a parent either saying something along the lines of like, go ahead or Sigika.
0: <gasps> oh, that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a
2: that's
0: good one. That's my third. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've heard that. I've heard that. I'm trying to think if I've ever gotten the SIGIGA. Oh, no, you know what? Yes, I have for my mother.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. I oh,
0: I just, I wonder if one of the difficulties with like doing this game is that it's just been so burned in our brain and our experience as just standard that I'm like, wait, I had to like really, really, really think about it. You know, right, I had right. To, so I wonder if that's part of the difficulty of playing this game. It could be. Maybe. Could be a point.
2: Yeah, could My be a factor brain. to it. Yeah.
0: What are yours?
2: Now I'm like interested to hear no, the I, other three that you have.
0: <laughs> I about, wait, which one did I not share yet? Oh, um, so I put on here, um, as a parent, um, they never admit to mistakes, like in, like explicitly admit that they made a mistake.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> see that,
0: yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And let's see. Oh, and then there's one with like a really heavy focus on genes. Like, for example, when somebody does well with something, it's like, oh, it's because of your genes. Like, oh, or, you know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you are the descendant of blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. 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 So I put that on there, which I was like hoping to, exp- I mean, hope, you know, hoping we'll have time to explore that later uh-huh. um, when we ask each other the um just the questions in our main part of our conversation yes
2: yes see that was like really hard to do I didn't think it was going to be that hard to do and I'm like pretty darn competitive too so I'm like oh I'm totally gonna get 10 and I was like I fucking got three yeah. that's not even
0: half <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you won rissa yeah. <laughs> yay i feel like a wiener i'm gonna go and drink some more. <laughs> oh. my reward okay. is drinking this delicious gin and tonic mm. Mm. On, drink i think twice. i my
2: my drink of choice today tonight is actually like ended up getting seltzer water so i'm just having vodka. With mandarin orange seltzer water.
0: Yeah, I love how you were really like thinking about just having a shot or two. I know.
2: I was just like, I don't know. I'm I'm like on fuck it mode right now. I feel it. Yeah. So feel it. Just get her done. (laughs)
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, mm, (laughs) sorry time of the day. I don't know. I feel like a zombie right now.
2: I know. I feel you.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. So let's do this main activity. We're going to ask each other questions. I will spare you and spare myself by not asking the questions in, with a British accent. <laughs> because <laughs> like, re-listening to our episode, I mean, it was hilarious as fuck. Um, but I just want to keep it fresh. So we're doing <laughs> So we're just gonna ask each other questions. <laughs> but I want I want to have episode four be that special time we asked each other questions with a British accent. You know that one time. Oh my gosh!
2: Yeah, I'm like, that is like one experience that I'm just like, I heard it after like you know it got published, and I was like, man, I. Suck at like a British accent. Like, I will, I should never, ever, ever try and like attempt to do that again. I'm oh like, just shut up. <laughs> but I'm like, well, got the point, LaCrosse. And you know, I'm, I was being a
0: good sport. <laughs> you were, you're were being a good sport. Dude, I was <laughs> terrible at it too. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know what I was doing. I should, <laughs> I was like, why did I decide to do this? But we already said it and we'll just go through with it. Yeah, but you know what? It's yeah. hilarious. It was totally fine. But yes, yes, episode four, we want to honor that time that we spoke with a British accent really, really badly. <laughs> so anyway, you're welcome, Z. Happy you're birthday. <laughs> or- <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to ask me a question with a British accent.
1: Nope, oh nope, my goodness.
0: Nope. Okay. So we have some questions prepared for each other. And um, we're just going to ask each other, as simple as that, without a British accent, just asking each other questions. All right. Sounds do you right? want to go first? Or do you should um, I go first? I can go first.
2: I know that you prepped some questions, and I also prepped some questions. So am I asking you the questions that I prepped, just to clarify? I mean, and you're we'll, asking we'll both me answer the- it. How to, how I, All right. We'll both Sounds answer good. it,
0: because, I mean, like, I reflected on my questions okay. and I really want to talk about it.
2: Okay. All right. Sounds good.
0: Fuck it. I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. Ask you. Do I'm going to ask you. Okay. Ready? <clears throat> okay. What are so- – oh, my God. I almost <laughs> – I, almost- <laughs> I almost asked you with a British accent. <laughs> but, like, now that I replayed it in my head, that was not a British accent at all. But anyway. <clears throat> but in my brain, I was like, no, stop. You're about to speak with a British accent. Okay. <laughs> What are some parenting practices that you think Filipinos might generally find odd, but you plan to do? Okay.
2: So I thought about your question and I had to write down some notes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to refer to my phone because it's all on here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, let's see. I have like three, three points.
0: Okay. I, oh, I do too. Um, Do you want to take turns answering back and forth?
2: Sure. Okay. Okay. So
0: the first point that I have
2: that Filipino parents might generally find odd, but I plan to do, is reinforcing that it's okay to be independent by the age of 18 and living on your own.
0: (gasps) Yes. I like that. It's okay to be independent by the age of 18. I Mm -hmm. love that because... Anyway, tell me more because I – oh, my gosh. I'm going to jump into this. Yeah. That.
2: Um, well, I mean, like, I'm I'm married to a white person, and he was already out of the house by 18. And honestly, it's like I think about just, like, my own personal, like, journey getting to the point of, like, living outside of the house and – or living outside of my parents' home and what – it felt like a struggle – Mm-hmm. And it felt like an obligation to stay there. Mm-hmm. And as far as like growth and knowing what was out there, I kind of felt like if I were to have left earlier, that I wouldn't have been stuck with not knowing important life skills. Yes. Yeah. That makes, sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that makes yeah. complete sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I feel really similarly – about that, especially because growing up, and I rem- I still remember this, like whenever I would get in trouble and I would speak back, and I wasn't rude, but, you know, like I, I did speak back um, to, you know, to kind of make some of my points and justify my actions. Um, I remembered, at, like, my dad's not, like, instead of saying Sigena, mm-hmm. The phrase that he would always say is, okay, fine. Do you want us to parent you like you're white? (laughs) Like, do you want us to parent you like you're – well, they said you're an American, but, you know. Yeah. What what he means is, like, you want us to parent you like you're white. And – and i remember he would say like by the time you're 18 you have to move out of here and you need to go and like find a way to be independent and and function as an adult mm-hmm. and i remember growing up being like oh my gosh that's so scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was like you're just going to leave me <laughs> so past rissa would be like, okay, fine. Just kidding. I take it back. Just I'll be Filipino and I'll forever mooch off of you guys. (laughs) I'll forever live in the basement or something. And then I remember like by the time, but by the time I went to college, I moved away from home and then that's it. Like I, I didn't go back. I mean, I went back for like maybe a couple of months before um, like just so like I had saved up money to buy or to, you know, rent my own place. But I inadvertently ended up living the white American, quote unquote, white American experience. Yeah. But, but I was so wholly unprepared because in my brain, I was going to be like, I'm going to live with my parents and mm-hmm. I'm going to mooch off of them and I'm going to live rent free. And then yeah. I experienced freedom. And then I was, like, just kidding. (laughs) I love freedom. So that's, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I think mine is a little bit similar, but different in the sense that instead of, like, you know, the – I kind of felt like there was an obligation. Like, Mm -hmm. I had to support my mom or my parents
0: Mm
2: -hmm. so I had to stay home that's kind of like I think what was the lingering thought behind my thought process or Mm -hmm. like the reason why I didn't move out but yeah I wish it was normalized because I see a lot of I know a lot of people that still live at home that Mm -hmm. are in their 30s you know and like for Asian families I kind of feel like that's very normalized but like for white Folks, they're like the fuck, dude. Like, get out of the house. So, yeah, it's like weird. It's weird to think about it in that sense, but it's also very normalized for a lot of Asian folks.
0: So, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, one thing I thought about is I want to raise my family with body positivity and not limiting, especially. Because, you know, in the Philippine culture, there's such a huge focus on like being just bodies, people's Mm -hmm. bodies, people's Mm -hmm. physical appearance are constantly being commented on. Mm -hmm. And um, so something that I'm very, very, um, I want to be very explicit about in our household is having a body positivity household and not limiting healthy bodies to Uh muscular or fit bodies. Right. Um, And really just highlighting that like healthy bodies come in all shapes and sizes. Right. Um, That you can be fat and you can be healthy, you know, and that fat is a neutral term um, Mm -hmm. and it deserves to have its neutral term and not have a negative association to it. Right. So, um, but yeah, so body positivity is something that we'll, we'll highlight in there.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. I thought about that one, did not write it down, but that that is a really good yes. one. I do like that. Yeah. yeah, I guess like my second point does kind of sort of go in hand with you know body positive, bo- uh, body positivity, and normalizing stuff mm-hmm. because mine would be um, normalizing mental health.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: or just being able to talk to your parents about like you know, people that you're dating or like the shit that you're going through without like them having to have or yeah, without them having some type of expectation Mm -hmm. of what you're supposed to be going through.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, And that just like opens up. Well, first, it lessens the pressure on our offsprings and just the people in the household to fit in a certain mold of like what is considered a, a satisfactory life, but also it just opens conversations and communications and authenticity amongst each other. so mm-hmm. I love that one, and that's that's definitely on on the list of of what our household could look like as well, right right I love it um. I put on here no forced hugs. (laughs) Really, really highlighting that my child's body is her body, you know, and that I'm not going to tell her to hug her Lolo or her Lola. I'm not going to tell her, you know, that she's being rude if she doesn't. um, Mm -hmm. I really want... I really want to instill as early as possible that she has ownership of her own body. Right, right. See, that's a really difficult one for me because I catch myself saying a
2: lot to, like, my kid. Like, okay, go kiss Lola or go, go kiss Lola, you know, say goodbye to them, give them a mm-hmm. hug. And, like, when he's like, no, I'm like, all right, that's fine. You yeah. know, but, like... I, I struggle with that because I think it's something that like I've just been doing as a kid. Yeah. That's so normal.
0: Oh my gosh, it totally mm-hmm. is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so it's like undoing that is so hard. So it totally makes sense. But I like that at the end of the day, right, your kid can comfortably say, no, I don't want yeah, you know? yeah. And then you're like, force my head. oh, no, don't no, do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. 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 But it is, right? Like growing mm-hmm. up, I definitely felt like I was an extension of my parents that when they say to do this, like I felt like I had to do it, you know, right. and um, yeah, so that's something I'm very you know stern about yeah,
2: yeah, I have one more point, okay, um, not raising my child in an organized religion,
0: oh <gasps> yes, yeah, yes, that one yes, is yes, my yes. my last one. I love that one, I love it, um yeah definitely as both my husband and i are agnostic and um it's so funny because he was so he was raised atheist slash agnostic and he was like i want to find religion and then i on the other hand i'm like raised in catholicism and i'm like mm-hmm. i want to get out of catholicism so <laughs> and uh so so for us like we were Totally on the same page of like, hey, you know what, kid? Like whatever it is you decide. Like if they decide they want to, you know, pursue like Catholicism on their own will, knowing mm-hmm. what that entails, then by all mm-hmm. means, um, yeah. it's really just, you know, whatever. It's it's uh, freedom to do whatever um, for sure. they feel like is right for them. So for I sure. like that one.
2: Yeah, that's the same.
0: Yeah. Okay. Got one for me. Um, So – I'm putting in the counseling like technique for this one mm-hmm. but using restorative practice when it comes to discipline rather than grounding them with typical punishments. So like not you know not just saying like oh you're not allowed to hang out with your friends cuz you're grounded but mm-hmm. I really want us to be a community in in the family and that when harm is done I want um I want my kid to find ways to fix it, to fix the yeah. harm in the community. And mm-hmm. I think that's how I would, that's what the quote unquote consequence would be, which is just, mm-hmm. which is really just like, what are some of the things that my kid can do to try to repair the harm that they put into the community? Right. Um, so I, I'm going to add that.
2: Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Cool. Okay. All right. Um, can we go to the next question? Yes.
0: Okay. So I'm going to – oh, I think it's you okay. asking the question. Yep.
2: Okay. So what parenting practices do you and your non-Philippine ex-spouse agree on?
0: Um. Okay. So we both want our children to feel empowered with decision-making. Um you know just kind of like the big decision making that's something that I never really had in my family and not because like my parents are super secretive about it but the big decisions happened with them and then we just kind of went along with it like i remember there was a point like i didn't even know my parents were like looking for a house so we we moved to oregon had a cute little house had my own room so it was like a really awesome house we loved it loved the neighborhood loved our neighbors mm-hmm. um and, uh, so I guess like later on, didn't realize that my parents were looking for another house uh-huh. and then they were just like, oh, Hey, you guys let's go pack because, um, next week we're going to go <laughs> to another house. I'm like, oh my the God. Heck? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? what's happening? I didn't, I didn't even know this was a decision, mm-hmm. um, that we, we were, we were going to go through with. And so, um, yeah, so I would love. To be as transparent as I can with our children um, and give them a voice, you know, that's appropriate in their like age level, um, but give them a voice in making um, significant decisions.
2: Yeah, that's a very interesting way to raise like your family, right? Because you're so used to that higher art. Oh my God, higher Hierarchical. <laughs> I would just, like, say the simplified version, the hierarchy of, like, what the family is supposed to look like. So to level out that playing field and to empower your kids to be okay with, you know, letting their voice or their thoughts be known and not having their – and not feeling as if their parents are going to say something after Mm -hmm. is, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, for me, I think the big thing that does come up is that we agree on, like, the type of character that, mm. you know, we want to see our kids, like, become one day. Yes. And for us, it's, like, we we hope that our kid, like, um, you know, values the idea of, you know, being humble or just, like, you know, working to the best of their capabilities um, just like not being an asshole, like at the yes. end of the day,
0: that's all don't we want. Be an like, asshole. Don't be an ass. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's the character that you guys are going to give sticker charts on. Just don't be yeah. an asshole.
2: Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I think, you know, it's so interesting. Like there's such a shift in, uh, like in the character that, that I want my kid to try to aspire to from when I, when I thought like from, from my earlier adulthood days, because I remember in my earlier adulthood days, it's like, like, you know, there was a lot of like, Oh, a lot of character. Um, what do you call it? Expectations that help them navigate a career world, right? Navigate Uh a world where they can, um, climb up the ladder. Like, climb up the capitalist ladder, right? Mm-hmm. And that has changed so much for me where instead I was like, look, if you don't get the grades in a really fucked up school system, fuck mm-hmm. it. Just don't be an asshole. Right. It's like the the big thing, but. Yeah. Um, Something that uh my... Spouse and I talked a lot about is um, espousing a growth mindset. So Mm -hmm. focusing on growth and highlighting efforts of the things that they can control rather than focusing on like fixed characteristics. Right. So like, I mean, Z, you know this because you're in the field of counseling and you've worked in education, but- just for the audience members, just so we can distinguish the difference between the two. Um, So a growth, a growth mindset would be something like, I love that you considered X, Y, and Z when you made this decision, rather than saying you're so smart, which is kind of a fixed mindset of, um, of thinking about, um, you know, giving compliments to to your kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard, though. I do have to say, like, I try this, but like, I find myself like telling my kid, "I was like, oh my gosh, you're so smart. Way to put that ball in that hole." <laughs> you know, I'm just like, "Dang it, that was a growth mindset. That was that was fixed. That was fixed." But it's it's something that I'm trying to undo in my own upbringing, where I was constantly told, "You're so smart." you're so pretty, you know, like all these like fixed mindsets Mm -hmm. that I'm like going to therapy about. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, well-meaning, but also really puts a lot of pressure. It does put
2: so much pressure. It's very like anxiety provoking. And then it's like, what if you don't live up to that mindset? (laughs) Like, fuck. Um,
0: Exactly. That's exactly it
2: yeah yeah because like for me yeah for me and my spouse that that is also like another thing that we've talked about too where we want our kids to struggle Mm -hmm. like when it comes to problem solving like we watch like our kid play with his toys you know and like if Mm -hmm. he can't get maybe like something like a block to like fit in like a certain thing or whatever or he can't like connect certain things together you hear him like kind of like you know go I don't know. He'll like start whimpering kind of oh. or you'll hear kind of like a little like oh. yeah. But it's like we we're there, you know, for the support and we're like, "Here, why don't you like what what would be like another way that you can do it?" Like keep trying, mm-hmm. keep trying, you know, mm-hmm. that's like what he, you know, saying to him. Just cuz I think that um I think it goes hand in hand with like the growth mindset, right? Growth and mm-hmm. fixed mindset.
0: Yeah. 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 It totally yeah. does. It totally does. Um, so I really like that you guys are are doing that, just kind of working with them and not, you know, just not labeling them and their actions, but just kind of recognizing like, oh, what are some of the ways that we can grow, you know, this, you know, grow your perspective in fixing mm-hmm. this, this problem. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I definitely like that's something that um I've been mindful about. But do slip on occasion when my child does something that either makes me laugh or, you know, does something that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so impressed with you. Oh, your brain works. Um. It happens, though. You know, I think it's natural for, like,
2: parents to feel really proud of, like, the accomplishments of their kids. hmm hmm Right? Yeah. So that's not, that's not exactly, like, a bad thing or anything like that.
0: Right. We can exactly. be
2: proud of our kids and also, like – have room for them to, like, you know, navigate difficulties. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, Absolutely. totally
0: okay, totally valid. Yeah. Yeah. All right, your turn. Is it my turn? Yeah. No, well, I mean, like, where's the parenting practices do you agree on? Do you have more?
2: Do I have more? Um, I mean, it's, like, maybe, like, okay, so one that I can think of is, like, the fact that we want them to be okay with just fully expressing themselves.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't
2: really linger too long on this question because I was like, I could go on and on and on. So I'm like, I'm just going to list down just a couple. But um, I think those are the top things for me, at least when it comes to things that I agree with. Yeah. With my, with my um spouse.
0: Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I... Yeah, I mean, like expressions of feelings are all valid. All feelings are all valid, mm-hmm. and I I love that. That's something that you are normalizing in your household, um, dude. It helps being a counselor. I know <laughs> to like I know. Come up with. Like, it's been. I was like, man. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad to receive training to get perspective on on how to create a community that um you know that allows our our babies to thrive so Mm -hmm. yeah and honestly
2: too it's like I like it comes so second nature Mm -hmm. to me just because of the work that we've done you know for like Mm -hmm. so many years prior to having kids Mm -hmm. and it's like when i now that i am like or like in the current job that i have where i am seeing the struggles of parents i do see how hard it can be you know to like be raising kids and then if you didn't know that resource or if you didn't know that technique mm-hmm. like how difficult it is right mm-hmm. so um i think that everybody parents you know in a way that is unique to them mm-hmm in a way that like works and sometimes like shit doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's when you kind of just reach out and like see what else, you know, what else other people are doing. I kind of feel like it's also um, just the idea of taking things with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure that I know that there's a topic that's like, you know, or a question that's going to be talking about, just the american way of doing things. So I think I'm going to reserve
0: some of my yes. Yes. Thoughts we can to to talk one. about that yeah. later. Yes. Um okay, I got one for this one too cuz I, okay. I actually went through with this cuz it was so funny. Like this was our brunch conversation with me and my husband today. So okay. I was like, "Ideas." <laughs> um let's see. So the other thing that I want to do is normalizing making mistakes and owning up to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a household and, you know, like it it doesn't make my parents bad people for doing this, but I was in a household where, um, my, my parents, what they say is correct, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm pretty sure that has an extension of like filial piety in our culture where, um, you know, our elders are the holder of knowledge Mm-hmm. And so they can't be wrong when they say something like, that's clearly wrong. Um, and I've never, I've never heard my parents apologize. But they do something else, though, to, like, show that they've they hooked up. <laughs> yeah. And it's really sweet. So, I mean, like, they don't explicitly say I'm sorry, but I do know that they are sorry um, when something happens. But, I mean, something I I do want, you know, Want to normalize is that like, hey, I I'm doing my best. And sometimes even when we do our best, we're gonna make mistakes. And I want to normalize that for um for my baby. Um, and it also lessens the pressure on her to to, you know not make mistakes. I want her to be able to make mistakes, I want her to feel confident. Right. Um, in in like moving forward and and recognizing that hey I might make a mistake, because um, I know for me that was one where like I was afraid and I you know like that's something that like I I am going well not currently because my therapist is booked but um, but I was going through therapy with is my fear of failure, um, and so I don't want her to fear that because. She can do so many grand things, you know. I have a follow up question for you because it made me think
2: about this. Yeah. Have you, growing up, have you seen your parents cry or exhibit any type of emotion outside from the, outside from anger?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, honestly, though, my parents are like not traditional because I know this is a common thing for a Mm -hmm. lot of Filipino parents. My parents are like not super traditionally Um, but yeah, you no. Know, my daddy, he cried when I first shaved my legs. Oh my god! So, I he was like, "My baby girl is growing." I was like, no, nah, don't nah, cry." So I ended up crying. It was a whole cry session. We constantly have heart to hearts in my family. Like,
2: oh my god! It's
0: oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. Constance. that's so
2: funny that he cried because like I've I've seen my dad cry too and I think it's like normalized you know in our family yeah. and it's, he, we're not like a super traditional Filipino family either mm-hmm. but I remember it's funny that like he cried when you shaved your legs because like when I was in the Philippines my mom wasn't there I had my period <laughs> and it was like the first time that I had my period too and my dad just like freaking shouted it out to like the mountains and was like, oh, you know, Z got her period. And I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> shut up. Um, But yeah, it, it's just very interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not connected to what you were saying, but did anyway. They, did your dad cry too? Or did no. he just but- shout it out?
1: <laughs> he just shouted it out out of pride? Yeah, he just, was, it pride?
0: It. was it pride? He was just like, yay. Yeah. It was he pride. Like, How oh, exciting. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then I remember, like, one of his friends, like, who he told, like, said this really, really, like, awkward phase of, like, or, yeah, awkward phrase of, the baby is now a lady. And I'm like,
1: "Uh."
0: oh.
2: (laughs) Yuck. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) This totally reminded me of, like, how, like, everybody just kind of knows your business in the Filipino family. Just reminded me of that. That's hilarious. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, but anywho, sidetracked. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Are there more for that question, or are you are you good? Third question. Okay. So while the second question asks about parenting practices that you and your Filipino ex-spouse agree on, what are things that you might disagree on?
2: <laughs> Man. Okay. Parenting styles.
1: Mm-hmm. Is what
2: you would disagree on. Yeah. Because and it's not like because we're different, but it's just like the way how that person was raised and mm-hmm. the way that I was raised. So for example, okay, um my kid right now. And luckily, it's like, you know, with COVID happening, we still are just super fortunate to have, like, my in-laws watch the kid and also my parents, like, watch the kid. Mm -hmm. So our pod is, like, small in that sense that, like, no one, like, talks to anybody else and we're just, like, we would have, like, had COVID because of the kid being passed and forth, but nothing has happened yet in the whole year. Yeah. So, and hopefully nothing will happen. But anyway, um, when my kid goes to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. The kid is, you know, he takes a shower there. When he comes home, he's, like, in a new outfit.
1: outfit.
2: Mm-hmm. Hair is combed. Mm-hmm. He just looks very, you know, put together. Mm-hmm. He goes to my in-law's home. My kid, like, his white socks come back brown. <laughs> like It's, it's, it's <laughs> filthy. Like, and And they're white, right? So it's just like the idea of playing and stuff is very like, go ahead, go and play. You can do X, Y, Z. You can get dirty. And then like, you know, Filipino style is like, oh, be careful. Don't go there. Don't do this. So it's very like cautious type mindset. And I'm used to that cautiousness. And my husband is a little bit more like rough around the edges, like go and do it, you know. die a little bit
0: (laughs) bit. it'll make you feel
2: alive (laughs) no not alive but he's like yeah go ahead die a little bit you know um like you'll be fine so like sometimes that is so anxiety provoking yeah to me where i'm like fuck i need to let go and like that's beyond my control so it gets to that point where i'm like okay fine you do you yeah. And and I think that might be kind of like a Filipino way to handle things too. Where it's like, oh, okay. You know. Know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's definitely one that I'm like, ah,
1: That's a good one.
0: I'm trying to think if my spouse, how my spouse and I would answer that question. I... I feel like we're kind of on the same page when it comes to, like, to, you know, to, to allowing the kid to just die a little. Um, <laughs> but you know what? That might change because I, I might be like, you know, ask cool, like, have baby fall on her face. She's going to learn. She's going to learn, like, how soft she needs to land. When, you know, she plops herself off something, you know. So, I mean, that might change when, you know, she becomes a teenager. Um, Because I'd always been... So, as a high school person, I was cautious. Um, Like, I followed the rules. I wanted to mooch off my parents. So, I followed the rules. <laughs> Whereas, my spouse was like not following the rules yeah 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 we we joke about how like if we had met in high school we wouldn't have been in the same circle of friends
2: you guys are like the what is that movie a walk to remember oh my (laughs) pastor's daughter i mean i know that you're not like a pastor's daughter but like pastor's daughter or daughter rebel guy yeah. Has to do community service for the church. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the only way we would meet, you know, is that if he were to do community service, because I did that a lot for fun. <laughs> Not for fun. <laughs> I should really love doing it. But yes. Um, okay, so um what so so yeah, anyway, so I'm gonna say TBD for that one because right now we're on the same page, but literally i mean this could seriously change once high school hits where yeah. i'm a little bit more cautious than um, mm-hmm. my spouse is so um okay so something that we did talk about is how we think of money generally so my spouse likes to look at numbers before thinking about what life is like um whereas I like to think about what future can look like. What our future can look like and then figuring out later on what we can do financially to make it happen. And that's been kind of I mean it's not like we've gone to big fights about that but it is one of those times where we've like sat down and really like talked about it because it was it that was the case for like for example when we got pregnant. I mean I got pregnant cuz I experienced the pregnancy. (laughs) So when (laughs) I got pregnant, um, it was actually fun being pregnant. But anyway, when I was pregnant, I remembered saying, thinking like, oh my goodness, we need to get a bigger place to live in because, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, like raising a kid is going to be, like we're going to need space. We're going to need an extra room for them to sleep in. And I'm already thinking about like, you know, um, like they're not gonna sleep in the same room as us. That would be nutty. You're gonna probably want your own office, you know, so I'm like thinking about possibilities you know, um mm-hmm. in the future. I'm planning in the future, I'm like we gotta come up financially with how we need to figure out how we would make this happen financially versus my spouse. Being like, wait, 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 I can't think about that right now because we need to make sure that we have the money before we even consider getting a house. And I remember being like, oh my goodness, you don't know anything about babies. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I ended up getting a house. But mm-hmm. um, just kind of looking into like our parenting in terms of, you know, thinking about like our kids' education, right? Um, college thinking about um things that we would need to spend money on to give our kid like the best opportunities that we can provide um, mm-hmm. I think that's what we're gonna be like kind of having difficulty with
2: that's interesting that you bring the financial aspect to it
1: mm-hmm. because
2: I think you know growing up in a Filipino household that type of topic isn't even really discussed right mm-hmm. so it's just like you go in kind of blind, more like here's a vision board. This is what I see. This Mm -hmm. is how I assume I would get there. But my husband is also like the same way too. And I don't know if, well, yeah, I do know like that it has to do with just the, you know, job that he has and Mm -hmm. also just the type of like interest that he has when it comes to like econ and finance and all that. And, like, we've already, like, talked about the idea of, like, okay, this is how much we would need to invest
0: mm-hmm. right
2: now. And then, you know, 20 years, it's going to grow to this.
1: Mm-hmm. And we can
2: use that for, like, the kids at like college, you know. Yeah. So we've already kind of, like, have, like, all those, like, things set. Um, but, yeah, that's an interesting one that does come up a whole lot for us, too. Yeah. Like financial, yeah the financial, like, details of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What are some other things that you guys disagree on? Um.
2: I just put possible religious beliefs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm not religious. I'll put that out there. Mm-hmm. We're both not religious. Spiritual. I would say I'm spiritual. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like having, like, I feel like they're, I feel somewhat obligated Mm -hmm. to respect kind of like that spiritual slash religious side Mm
1: -hmm. of things
2: because of, like, my parents Mm -hmm. or, like, the Filipino side Mm -hmm. of the family. But I know, like, the white side, they don't really care. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that's another one that I can think about.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else we would disagree on. I feel like I've been fortunate enough for my spouse to recognize um my specialty in um what do you call it? In raising healthy, kind um, children because of my counseling background. Um, So there hasn't been anything that we've talked about that we've disagreed on. I think it was just the money thing, but that one is, I mean, it's like our foundation is different, but we talk about it and then we end up making a a decision together. Um, So I might come back to this question because I don't know what else
2: yeah likewise like I, I kind of feel like we've hashed that all out mm-hmm. prior to having a
0: kid that's awesome
2: yeah and I think we're kind of learning as we go mm-hmm. I don't think I mean it would be really boring if like me and my spouse had the same mentality so right. you know having healthy discussions
0: yeah it's helpful right absolutely yeah what are some of the um things that you guys hashed out about before having a kid.
2: Just the type of kid that we wanted to raise. I think it just goes back to like question number 1, you know, just the type of kid that we wanted to raise, just the um the type of environment that we would want our kid in. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Not forcing them to have to practice like a certain organized religion. Mhm. But it's interesting because it's like, I also come from a therapy mindset, mental health mindset, where I have to explain sometimes, no, not sometimes, a lot of the times why a lot of these social issues
0: Mm. are
2: important for minority folks, right? For like BIPOC Mm. folks. Yeah. So it's like him being white, I have to explain why it's like important for us Mm -hmm. So that he can see that because it's like we're raising a kid that is bicultural. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So it's like you have to understand how it is to kind of like live in both worlds. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's
2: something that we're constantly learning and discussing a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Has like what... Sorry, I'm like, because I'm interested what kind of conversations you guys have had about raising particularly a half-white, half-Filipinx kid and, and making sure that, you know, your kids feel validated, um, you know, living a, a bicultural experience.
2: Yeah. And I think we kind of talked about this in our last um, episode. But I think it's like we're still navigating that. We haven't Mm -hmm. raised a bicultural kid before. Mm -hmm. My kid right now is, I mean, we have two kids. One is two and a half. The other one is, what, five, almost six months at this point. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just you're constantly going to have to learn. And you're constantly going to have to reflect. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that the reflection will ever stop.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's an ongoing process. So I wish I could give you a set answer on no, this. No,
0: that's okay. Because I was trying yeah. to think of this answer too when I asked you the question. I'm kind of in the same page right now. Yeah. We're just doing a lot of reflecting
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, on how she's threading, treading? Oh my gosh, not threading. <laughs> sewing. Um, how she's treading... Um, a society that um, you know that benefits a bunch of white people, and yeah. she'll have the privilege with that, but also um, you know she's going to be otherized in many ways, and so just kind of being mindful about what are some of the things that we can do as parents to try to empower her and to try to like take out those barriers um, that society has kind of put in place for her. But yeah, yeah still just a, it's a lot of reflection for sure. Mm-hmm. But no set answers either. That
2: should be a topic for for some Dirty nanai episode soon though. Raising yeah. cultural
0: kids. Yeah, I think yeah, because I can see this episode because there's so much to talk about. It's kind of like one of our episodes where we talk about the general things and then we're trying to figure right. out, okay, what are some of the patterns or some of the things that we're seeing that we should probably delve further into? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I definitely, oh, Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah,
2: that definitely being it.
0: All right, everybody. So this part of the episode has gone long enough. So we are ending part one. Woo, woo, woo. Enjoy part two. Bye, see you soon.
1: Bye. Not too hot, not too cold. Feed them solid six months old. Not too hot, not too cold. Feed them solid six months old. Not too hot, not too cold. Not too hot, not too cold. Not too hot, not too cold. Feed them solid six months old.